Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. This week, I want to talk about discouragement and particularly how to overcome discouragement. And I think this is a particularly important topic for we freelancers, because as freelance professionals, uh, we have to do everything ourselves for the most part. We can get a virtual assistant, we can get help here and there, but for the most part, it's all up to us. If we want to accomplish something, we want to move forward in our business, it's really on our shoulders. It's very different than working for a company where you have a big support system and maybe someone else is in charge and you have a clear set of duties to perform. When you're a freelancer, if you want to move forward in your business or if you want to get into freelancing, if you're not a freelancer now, you want to get into it, it's all on your shoulders. You have to do it yourself for the most part. And that dynamic is ripe for discouragement to set in in many different ways. So it's very important to learn how to overcome discouragement because it can really hold you back. Let me give you an example. I remember many years ago in the early 1990s when I was trying to break into this business and I was in I was in a career in sales and I was trying to break into the copywriting business part-time. So you can imagine I'm working evenings and working uh, weekends And I was calling different contacts that I knew, and I was cold calling different people, kind of on a sporadic basis. I really didn't have a plan because I didn't know what I was supposed to do (laughs) to break into this business. There was no B2B writing success back then. So I remember distinctly uh, getting an appointment with a uh, fair-sized advertising agency who invited me to come in and talk about my copywriting services. And this is the first time I had an appointment with an advertising agency. So I showed up, uh, went into this guy's office. He had this huge office. Uh, He had pictures of marketing campaigns and advertising campaigns his firm had done all over the walls. It was like a scene out of Mad Men. And I sat in his office and he uh, asked me for my portfolio. And I didn't have much in the way of writing samples. Uh, but I told him that I studied copywriting and I was very enthusiastic, <laughs> you know, and uh, he took me aside and in a kind of a mentoring way, in, a, in almost a fatherly way, he kind of took me aside and he said, you know what, to be completely honest with you, you are on the wrong side of 30 to get into this business. Uh uh, you know, it's just not a good idea for you uh, to, to get into copywriting and marketing. You need to start early. You need to uh, get into working with an advertising agency in your early 20s and work your way up. And he went on and on about all the different reasons why it was not a good idea for me to pursue copywriting as, uh, in my case, as a second career. And I left that office feeling absolutely deflated and, of course, very discouraged. And I felt I had good reason to be discouraged. I mean, here was a guy who had, was in the business for 30 years. He knew the business. He, uh, he knew it backwards and forwards, inside and out. 
So information coming from him, advice coming from him, I couldn't just ignore it. <laughs> you know, uh, maybe he was right. Maybe he was making sense. Maybe he was trying to do me a favor, uh, trying to get me to not waste my time, perhaps years of my time, breaking into a business where I didn't have any chance of success at all. Maybe he was doing me a favor. And I honestly, to this day, I think his intentions were good. But I felt very discouraged. And then I was talking to another friend of mine, uh, a sales trainer friend. And I told him the story. This is like two or three weeks later. So I was, you know, feeling in a rut for two or three weeks. And I was talking to this other sales trainer friend of mine, and I told him the story. And he said, you know what? That guy did not give you information that you need. He didn't give you any helpful information that you need. And I said, what do you mean by that? He said, he gave you reasons why you can't succeed as a copywriter. That's what he did. He gave you reasons why you can't succeed. And then he said, you know what? You could have came up with those reasons on your own. If you want reasons why you can't succeed, all you have to do is think for 30 seconds and you can come up with probably 20 reasons why you can't succeed at something. So reasons why you can't succeed at something is not helpful. You can come up with those on your own. And he also said, and this is, was a real revelation to me, he said, and also reasons why you can succeed are also not that helpful. Because if you have reasons why you can succeed and reasons why you can't succeed, well, there's going to be a battle going on in your mind. <laughs> You're going to battle it out. Uh, the reasons why you can succeed will compete against the reasons why you can't succeed. You'll just drive yourself crazy. You'll end up in a roller coaster ride of discouragement and hope and discouragement and hope. And he said, so, you know, reasons why you can or cannot succeed is not helpful information at all. And I said, well, what is helpful information? And he said, what you need, the information you need is this. You need to ask yourself this question. What do I need to do to break into copywriting? Not why should I break in or what are the reasons why I should break in or, or am I right for copywriting or do I think I have a chance? Those questions are useless. He said, the only question you need to ask yourself is, what do I need to do to break into copywriting and become successful? What are the action steps? What do I need to do? And when I thought about that for a while, I sat down and I made a list of things that I needed to do. One thing I needed to do was I needed portfolio samples. I didn't have very many. So I made up some portfolio samples. Uh, I didn't lie about it. I mean, I, I told prospects I talked to that these were uh, examples of my copywriting. They were spec work. But I, ma I made up some samples uh, that to demonstrate my writing ability for different types of projects. I made up a sample brochure. Uh, you know, I just, I just dreamed up a fictitious product and, and wrote a brochure about it. And I wrote a sales letter as well. So I just came up with these... Uh, uh, samples of writing that I could show prospective clients. Not as good as a real portfolio, but something I could use. I needed, I knew I needed that. So that's what I needed to do. I created it. Also, I needed to do some serious prospecting. At that moment, I was just sort of uh, dabbling. I was uh, calling people here and there, but just dabbling. I wasn't really jumping in with both feet and taking it seriously. I thought, what do I need to do to break into copywriting? I need to prospect like crazy. 
I need to prospect, prospect, prospect. I need to reach out to potential clients and and tell them about my my services. Okay, I didn't know anybody in the industry. Uh, I was an unknown copywriter. I needed to get out there and let people know what I did. So I got some advice. I remember one person said, you know, you should send out 25 letters a week and follow up on each one with a phone call. This is back in the 1990s before the internet became popular, by the way. So I said, okay, 25 letters a week. I'm going to send out 50. (laughs) So I started sending out 50 letters a week to prospects. And I would follow up on each one with a phone call. That's a lot of activity, but I committed myself to that every single week. Um, And in fact, my wife to this day still talks about those weekends I would spend when I started my business, running off letters, folding them, stuffing envelopes, going through business directory, circling company names I'm going to send a letter to. (laughs) I mean, every single weekend preparing for my 50 because they needed to get into the mail by Monday morning so they would arrive on someone's desk Tuesday or Wednesday and then I could make follow-up calls Thursday or Friday. So I had a system. But uh, sending out 50 a week, so, so if that's what I needed to do, I'll do it. And I focused on that. Another thing I focused on what I needed to do was networking. I needed to get out there and get, you know, and meet people in the industry. And at that time, there was a new industry, uh, a new association that opened up called the Association of Internet Marketing and Sales. This is when the market, uh, this is when the internet was just starting to bloom for business. And I joined it. Uh, they had an online discussion board that I became active on. I went to their meetings. I, I met different people. I got at least two clients early on in my career uh, from people I met at the Association of Internet Marketing and Sales. Okay, so I needed to network, so I did it. And also, another thing I did, and this is a little controversial, by the way, but it's honesty, this is what I did, is that I needed to take on any paid work I could get. I knew that at the beginning. I knew I couldn't be picky. So if I was quoting on a project, and let's say I thought a fair price was $1,500, and the client said, we only have a budget for $500, I'd say, I'll take it. (laughs) I just took the project. Um, I know a lot of people advise that you don't do that these days. I advise that you don't do that these days, to drop your price so quickly. But this this is me just starting out. And I needed the clients, I needed the cash, I needed the experience. I was willing to take on anything for a low fee, at least for the first little while. So I took it, took anything I could get. I, I took a, uh, even if it wasn't really copywriting, I, I took a, a, a writing gig writing a user manual for a vacuum cleaner. I just did it. <laughs> okay. They offered it to me, I did it. Took anything I could get. Because I knew I had to do that to get some momentum, to get some paid work, to get some samples, get some real writing samples for my portfolio, to get get some momentum happening in my business. So that's what I did. I, I wrote down what I needed to do to succeed as a copywriter, and then I focused just on that. And I dispensed with worrying about if I can succeed, the reasons why I can succeed, the reasons why I can't succeed, if I should do it, if I should not do all that stuff, I just dispense with it and focus just on what I need to do to build my copywriting business. And by doing that, that almost instantly eliminated any discouragement I felt. 
because I was really discouraged by what I was hearing. That earlier uh, episode with that advertising agency executive who told me and counseled me to, to not even try, that was really discouraging. I can't emphasize enough how discouraged I, I was. I was in the pits. But uh, I, that, that, that discouragement ended instantaneously as soon as I started to focus on what I needed to do rather than why I can't succeed. So how do you apply this for your own business? You might be just trying to break into B2B writing and copywriting, or you might already be in the business and want to take your business to a new level or to better paying clients or to build your business in some other way. Here's an exercise for you. Whatever, whatever your goal is, maybe it's to get two new clients, maybe it's to launch your business, whatever your goal is, sit down and write down two or three or at the most four things that you know you absolutely need to do to succeed without worrying about whether you've picked the right niche or without worrying about whether you have the confidence to make a cold call. Without worrying about any of that, just dispense with all that. Write down two or three or four things that you need to do to succeed. Maybe it's you need to get your website up. Maybe it's you need to start uh, sending out some introductory emails to prospects. Maybe you need to join a local group or association where you might be able to network and meet prospects and clients. Whatever it is, decide what you need to do and then focus just on doing those things. Put all your energy into that and just dispense with any worries or concerns or reasons why or reasons why not and all that stuff. Because as my sales trainer friend said, that stuff is not helpful information to you. The reasons why you can't succeed is not helpful information. <laughs> okay, The only helpful information, the only information you need that's going to help you succeed is what it is you need to do. That's the only information that's going to help you succeed. So focus on that. Try that exercise. See if it helps you get out of discouragement and get into momentum and building your business. So that's this week's B2B Running Success. I hope you found it helpful. And if you'd like to listen to past episodes of this podcast, you can do so on iTunes. Just do a search for B2B Writing Success or visit b2bwritingsuccess.com. You can find all the past episodes there along with a ton of other resources, articles, videos, you name it. So I'm Steve Slomite. Have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business. I will chat with you next week. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Sloan White. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.